Okay, good morning and welcome to the uh, Kingdom Leadership Equipping uh, Blast for today, <laughs> episode for today. Welcome, Steve. Good to have you with me again. And um, On Friday the 13th. On fr- <laughs> oh, yes, Friday the 13th. <laughs> Should- <laughs> Oh gosh, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> March, March the third, yeah, March 0313 2020. Here we go. It's interesting. Well, welcome to another session with uh, conversation with Steve and Sean. And uh, this is just, we already are into it. And Steve said, I think you better press the button. So here we go, pressing the button. And um, we've just been talking about what's going on around the world right now. Yeah, and, the elephant uh, in the room. The elephant in the room, what um, what everybody either is trying to ignore that's out there, or um, you know, um, <laughs> or is like over two extremes. Either they they like got their head in the sand and saying nothing's going on, or or otherwise like um, yeah. in total panic meltdown. You know, so um, what I know I'm, there's a couple of prominent doctors that have been saying that there's. Uh, really the media has whipped this up into such a frenzy and yeah. that's why you see such a panic with the people and the, and the, I mean, for crying out loud, this type of virus isn't going to affect how much toilet paper you use. No, I mean, no. It doesn't, <laughs> it just, it just does, but that's the herd. You see, that's yeah. the herd mentalities. It's that panic. You know, is that whenever the herd is running this way, go the opposite way. Right. Uh, just, that, that's just like the, the bottom line of it, you know? Right. I, I, what I was saying to you is that is that you know in January already when 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 I came back from from South Africa, um, the thing that because because that that word the Lord gave me, and I can't say it was a word I, because I just pray about what's you know what what is God revealing for the new year. It's always right. I just go into the new year with a sense of what's coming and a sense of what's God's message for. Here, right. you know, and I'm, I don't look for a theme or anything like that. You know, it's like uh, 2020, the year of vision, or something like that. I just like, uh, but I just, you know, I mean, the year of vision, but I, I really sensed, <laughs> I really sensed that there's this word disruption kept coming to me. So I was in, in South Africa from the 5th, 6th of December, and, and I mean, there was nothing on the radar at that point in time. I was sitting there. I mean, hey, I arrive in Africa, no water, no lights. I mean, this is, this is yeah. South Africa at the moment, you know, just like that's what they live with, you know. They can't even buy food on a, on a long-term basis because um, there's no power to power their fridges like five, six really? hours a day. Yeah, five, six hours a day. And they switch it off. I mean, they schedule. So when we were there, they have schedule four, which is, Okay, from eight in the morning till one in the afternoon, or from twelve until eight at night. Wow! While I was there, it went to schedule seven, which means any time for any length of time. And then what happened was over Christmas, nothing happened. So I think the guy that actually has got his finger on the switch went on holiday, you know. But when he came <laughs> back in January, click it, he started switching it off again. So they buy like long-lasting milk one bottle and a few eggs because everything goes off you know otherwise so we got there so there was no power there was no electricity so you know i was anyway i just spent time obviously with my family but just really seeking you know just in my heart and i just kept having this word come up disruption 
So I, I, you know, I'm always looking at globally what's going on around the world. And I just had this, I mean, I could see protests and stuff happening. You know, there was um, Chile and Peru and uh, Hong Kong and various other places around the world, Lebanon and places like that. And, and so I was just listening to watching all of that. I thought, okay, disruption is going to be like, you know, governmental shake, shaking and whatever else. Right. So I said, Lord, what is the answer to that? You know, what is, what is the message? And the Lord said, we need lead, you need leaders. Not we, you need leaders of direction. Mm. And, and of course, you know, leaders that can set direction. Mm. So I think it was around about the 3rd of January, I put out a podcast on KLE, which was, um, you know, what what is to come what sort of what is the the answer that we needed leaders of direction leaders who can see the future have hope bring people into hope catalysts of of um of adaption to change you know we need leadership in the midst of these things it takes leaders to um, bring the right attitude and bring people into the right attitude to keep things moving forward and so um uh, yeah, so when I arrived back here, of course, by then, now the news is out that this something had begun. So I started talking to people, Steve, and people going, nah, it's not that big a deal, you know. I, something is seriously going on here. They're, they're shutting Wuhan down, you know. It's like 11 right. million people. And then it began to grow. It was 11 million, and then it was 60, mil- 60 million, and then... 800 million people in China alone is in isolation. But, you know, we always think that's on the other side of the world. You know, it's another, it's another, right. Another world, you know, it's not our world. And I, it's, and this probably is, 90% of our stuff is made in China. So. <laughs> wow. That, that began, you see, I now began to do that research because I'm saying, okay, in, you know, they'll come up with a vaccine somewhere along the line. I mean, you know, listen, this country we live in is incredible. I mean, within three days of them releasing the protein structure, the genetic structure of this thing, within three days, a company in America had already begun to uh, roll out a vaccine. So it's already been in testing, but it's going to take a year because they've got to go through the process and see if it works, of course. So they've they've been doing the testing, then animal testing, et cetera, you know? I'm just surprised there hasn't been a run on limes instead of toilet paper. On limes, what? Limes. Well, lime and Corona go very well together. So, <laughs> well, the Corona stock, the Corona beer stock is gone. <laughs> it's like we don't want any of that beer. <laughs> it's crazy. But the thing that I began to look at, I mean, right now this. 350 million, well, there was 350 million tons of food uh, right. rotting in the, in the, in the harbors in the of, yeah. of, of China. So when I, the thing that I thought about is infection is going to come. I mean, that's, right. it's just, you know, how much we can contain it. We can't, I right. mean, that's what they're saying. But the thing about it is, is that economically, right. how is this going to impact? And I think, I'm watching like on social media, people are, you know, it's like, why, why the infection? Everybody's like, oh, it's not this bad. People die from other stuff. And I go, yeah, but that's not the tsunami. The tsunami is not the infection. Yeah, it's in the economic. Yes. I mean, when you've got Italy, which is already on the brink of economic collapse, basically, and they've, they've now isolated 16 million people, shut the businesses down, um, 
what is the ramifications of that? You know, yeah, because you have people that aren't working for two, three, four weeks and they, they won't have an income. How does that impact a whole nation? Exactly. And that's the tough part with, with um, even my kids here locally um, last night on the way home from my daughter or granddaughter's birthday party, they just said, we have to stop and get toilet paper. Not because we, you know, are making a run on it. We just, need to get some before we totally run out you know i mean it's tough to start using corn cobs and leaves out of the yard you know yeah yeah you can stand on your hands i mean you know you've got to learn hands on your hands yeah stand on your stand on your hands in the shower (laughs) (laughs) yeah they went there and there were two rolls left two packages left in the whole store and that's Jonathan, amazing. Yeah. Jonathan went to, to the store the other night and he said, there's none. Yeah. There's none. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's like, what are they going to barter with the stuff or something? I mean, they probably, you know, it's, just, it's just like, uh, well, yeah, I suppose it's a good bartering tool, you know, it's just like, Oh yeah. It's just, yeah. We, we, you know, anyway, I, I just really feel like. They don't sell used stuff. The, um, recycled. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one thing you said about leadership and, and, um, uh, a friend of mine came over the other day and, and we were actually, I do have another friend by the way. Uh, and, uh, he, he was just, just introduced me. That's right. That's right. We were talking not necessarily about this, but just about how panicked, um, different things begin to happen, even in your family, you know, how, how fear begins to enter in, how, how the whole family gets into a big whirlwind about something. Hmm. And, um, a scripture came up that says, if the eye be not whole, the whole body's full of darkness or the eye be not single, whatever yeah. there's in, in just in that scripture, if I am the seer from my family, if I'm the one with the vision and the purpose and the direction and whatever, as, as the head of the house, if my eye be not whole, my whole family's in darkness. They don't have any idea where to go, what to do. And con- consequently, everything's in disarray. Uh, everything becomes confusion. Uh, there's a lot of biting and, and just, you know, wailing and gnashing of teeth, so to speak, because uh, it, it, whips, it whips everybody into this. If you don't know where to go, you're just bumping into each other and everybody tries to seek their own direction. Well, well, in the dark, you stumble. Yeah. You can't find yeah. your way. I mean, yeah. You know. Well, this, another scripture says, happily feeling after them, though he be not far from any one of them. It's like these leaders are just going like this with their yeah. eyes closed and trying to feel where Christ is, though he be not far. I mean, he's right here. And yet we're yeah. still trying to feel around him and try to figure yeah. out where he's at. And yeah. now is not the time to figure out where he's at. It's time to know. Yeah, it's time to know, and and like the sons of Issachar, you know, knowing what the manner of time is and what they should do in that manner of time. So um, it's just a matter of that's who we are. We are sons of God. We are, I mean, I used to joke about it that God is the God of time. I mean, he he's always on time. Jehovah Seiko, you know, God is always on time. And people say, what's Seiko? Well, it's a brand of watch, you know, but anyway. Um, but Jehovah Seiko, you know, he's always on time. Um, but there's, he, he is a God that doesn't just interject himself into time every now and then he's the one that sets the course of time. So we should be knowing the times and the seasons without having to 
try to figure out right now at this time. And part of that is that is like you said, the herd mentality. If we don't have, if we can't lead without fear, fear is a spirit. It's not just a feeling. That's right. And right now you can feel that spirit. Uh, if you go into certain places, you can feel that spirit. It, it's a presence. And so you can feel the presence of that fear. Yeah. And uh, if you're trying to lead out of that presence, you're leading with the wrong spirit. So that's exactly right. Um, and and the thing about it is, is that emotion takes you faster to fear than anything. When we're ruled by our sense, our sense knowledge, and we're ruled by emotions. Yeah. I mean, right now you just, I mean, you just the whole. You're just listening to news and and it's like this blame game and everybody's politicizing things and it's like, where's the leadership in this? You know, because right. they're not giving any leadership. This is a bunch of uh, opportunists who have got, who are, you know, little mindless psychophants, little robotic idiots following the narrative of of somebody out there Rather than, I mean, it's like I was watching somebody today and they were going, you know, two months ago, it was a Chinese virus. It was Wuhan. It, it's the Wuhan virus. Right. Now, suddenly, it's, uh, you know, our president is, a, is xenophobic because he's calling it a Wuhan virus. And it's yeah. like, it's an American virus now. No, it's not. It started. The epicenter is out there. But yeah. we now, we, and the thing is, Deal with it. We have got yeah. it. You know, it's it's here. There's half a million. They reckon half a million people infected right now in America with it. And so the thing about it, I'm just looking here because I I, I popped something down um, yesterday. I liked your article in the group about fear, and um, and then I wrote you. Our attitude is critical to overcoming adversity. Right. And it's it takes. And that's the thing is, is we need leaders with the right mentality. That's where we come back to kingdom leadership. You know, right. Is that kingdom leaders have the right mentality. Jesus said to Peter, he said, you're not mindful of the things of God. You're mindful of the things of men. Right. And so the, the, the perspective of, of Peter was from a, from a human and manly fleshly perspective. Right. But, but um, and he was, demanding nearly that Peter, because he just turns his back on him and say, you know, you're of Satan because you're so mindful, right? Your, your perspective, your paradigm, your, and therefore, excuse me, your attitude, because attitude is a, is a, a, a direct result of your mindset of your paradigm. Right. So, so your attitude is not a God attitude. It's a man attitude. And therefore, you, your influence is Satan. You're not, you're not mindful of what God's plan and purpose is in all of this. Right. There's something, <clears throat> when it says to ordain elders in every church in every city, it doesn't say ordain pastors or apostles or prophets or anything else. It just says yeah. ordain elders. Yeah. The word ordain, uh, of course, as you know, is tithemi, uh, which means to set down permanently. Yeah. When you when you establish something in concrete or set it down permanently, it is a stable point of reference or a stable place. If an 
part of the thing is we don't have that elder mentality to where somebody is a stable factor to look to and say, okay, they're not moving. There's nothing going on. I mean, it's not that there's nothing going on. You take, you take the lead from their stature or posture. And that's basically when somebody is set down, even in your own life, there's somebody that we look to for that stability and that right. grounding, so to speak. Right. If you don't have that, you're going to end up just milling around and the herd mentality is going to kick in. Exactly. Well, that's, yeah, the crowd, the crowd uh, panic, you know, is just right. Um, exactly right. Exactly right. I'm just, I'm thinking of a scripture when you're talking about that right now. Um, in, in um, where is that? It's that in the one Bible. Where it talks about, uh, it talks about about your leaders. Um, yeah, somewhere between the maps and the concordance. Yeah, Genesis, where where we were created, and yeah. Gosh, I just I thought of that, and I can't. Oh, remember those um, Hebrews chapter thirteen verse seven it says, "Remember those who led you, who spoke the word of God to you." Of course, we're talking about um, uh, the eldership governing, right, right, governing eldership who are leaders among you, who spoke right. the word of God to you. And listen to this, considering the result of their conduct, imitate their faith. Right. Not imitate them, imitate their faith. Right, right. And then it, verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, yes, and forever. So <laughs> yeah. it's like what we do is we think verse 7 and verse 8. We quote verse right. 8, forget verse 7. And right. the fact of the matter is, it says, imitate their faith, Jesus Christ one conversation, one thought, one concept, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Right. Leaders ought to be just what you're saying, that stability. Right. That, that, and the word I was looking. Um, unshakable, immovable. Unshakable, immovable. That's it. They're unchangeable. They ch no, 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 that's the wrong concept. Because yeah. Because then they, they are yeah, changeable. Yeah. They can adapt to change. They, right. You can they, adapt to change, but there's yeah. an unshakableness. Um, Conviction. Yes. Conviction and that's part of it. That's stable. In their faith. They right. stand firm in their yeah. faith. Because follow their faith. Whose yes. faith follow? And, and leadership is the word proistomy. Right. Pro means to stand before. Histomy means to stand in conviction. Right. So, so yeah, absolutely. We need, we need those who, who amongst us, but I, I want to add this is like, it's not just because we, we, what we do is we look at elders and, and, you know, why aren't they, but we are as believers, we inherently in our DNA, we created with the capacity to rule and have dominion, not right. over people, but right. over circumstances. Right. And so, in the midst, last night I took a walk out here in the field and walked around the field telling the virus and the devil where he can take all of this stuff and, and it's not going to come near my family in Jesus' name, you know? Yeah, Psalm um, 91. Thousands yeah, it, will fall at my left hand, 10,000. It's not going to come nigh my dwelling. I mean, exactly. and that's old covenant for crying out loud. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, we should, the, the, um, Jesus said, whatsoever you demand in my name, I right. will do it. That, that right. wasn't requesting of the father petitioning the father because that was john 16 but john 14 he said 
whatsoever you demand in my name, I will do it. And so, you know, the word demand is first, we need a revelation of the name, the name represents the kingdom. A king's name is what his kingdom is about. Right. And, and so that's why, you know, is like, hallowed be your name is, you know, because his name is what is reflected of his kingdom. And so we, we need to have faith in the, in the power of his name. Right. What it represents. Right. And begin to take dominion in in these situations, you know? Right. Yeah. That's like we were talking about just before, (laughs) just before we clicked the button. Um, You know, there's a, there's a, huge ministry out out on the west coast that that shut down all of their um, healing ministry to the hospitals uh, because of fear of the virus yeah now to me when i saw that and i read that thing i thought how (laughs) this is a healing this is a healing ministry that goes to church that goes to not not they have conferences they go to the different hospitals and they pray for the sick Okay, this is a healing. This is a group of believers that go out in the name of Jesus Christ to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out, blah blah blah. You know all that stuff. We're going to shut it down for fear of a virus. Now, what type of sense does that make as far as just a a? If I'm going to lead you into the kingdom, if I'm going to demonstrate to you the name or the power of that name and the and the kingdom that is that is here at hand, that's not demonstrating the power of the kingdom. I can't tell you in the name of Jesus Christ, be healed, and then turn around and say the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If that's if if I don't believe that, hmm. it's not his. Essentially, what we're saying is he is not ruling this. This virus is. Yeah. This virus has now become Lord. And that's where the fear factor comes in is the fear is the faith and the strength of something else other than God. I mean, it's just as simple as that. I, I must believe at that point that this thing has more power, more authority, more dominion than this kingdom, this kingdom over here does. And that's where, that's where when we begin to lead out of fear, like you said earlier, or lead out of intimidation, lead out of whatever, lead out of the emotions we begin to not have that strength of leadership anymore for the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. And that's what kingdom we're of. We're not of this world. And that's, I guess that's the mentality we've got to get to. Uh, You know, Steve, that, that is, I mean, you touching on like a real, (laughs) a nerve here in the sense that the problem, the problem with all of this is, and you know, I was talking to a, a millennial, a few weeks ago and and that's exactly what they said i don't see it i don't i see people living in defeat i see people uh you know just not not walking in this is it real and i said you know the simple fact is is that you see if we really understood our citizenship as right. kingdom citizens right. if we really understood our place as sons of god really at the, at the, in the family of God, we really understood our authority that we have. And I'm not talking about believers authority. I'm talking about the representative authority that we carry because of 
the kingdom of God right. or the, and the kingdom of heaven where our government is located. Right. If we, if we don't have that sense, we, we just, we're just living a religion, really. That's right. what we are. We, we def- yeah. We're not living anywhere near the, the, the dominion that we, we're supposed to have. Right. And you see, you see the Christian community, Christian, quote unquote, which means Christ-like or supposed to mean, you see the Christian community with just as much fear, just as much spinning around inside the corral <laughs> as you do the world. I mean, yeah. with the same type of mentality. And you go, we're of, we're of a different nature. We're of a different king. We're of a different kingdom. We're, we're not, even like I said before, even the old covenant says that these things shall not come nigh thy dwelling. Yeah. So 10,000 at your side and, and yeah, uh, and 10,000 at your, or 1,000 at your left hand, 10,000 at your right. But, in, yeah. and, and when you think about all you. those, all those things coming at you, um, it reminds me of what is it? Second Chronicles 22. Um, Jehoshaphat was king of Israel at that time, and there was all sorts of um, things happening and, and wars going on and rumors of wars and rumors of plagues and everything else. All of a sudden, three of the strongest armies that they had never encountered before were coming at them, not separately, but at the same time. Mm. Jehoshaphat stripped off all of his clothes and put on uh, sackcloth and ashes and began to wail and moan before God. Well, all the people did then. All the people did. <laughs> and they began to quake and shake before God and, and moan and wail and, and whatever. And it says that they begin to see their God. And they stood before him. And then he said, uh, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You know, you need not fight in this fa- fight. And, and um, uh, for the battle is mine, you know, so stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So they begin to praise his holy name. They stood before him. Then it said, then they begin to sing praises to him. And as they begin to stand and sing, the, the, it says the Lord put ash, uh, ambushments against their enemies round about. But it wasn't until they got their eye off the enemy, Jehoshaphat got his eye off the enemy. Uh, see, because all they were doing was following the lead of the king. Uh, everything the, rises and falls on leadership, John Maxwell yeah. says, you know. That, that's, and that's what, what, you know, instead of everybody trying to, you know, shout different odds in the midst of everything, where are the leaders, you know, where are, you know, and, and I was listening again to somebody this morning and it's like, politicians are not leaders. They're not leaders. We don't need more, more politicians in leadership. We need more leaders in politics, you know, and I'm just, I'm just taking it to another, to another perspective for me, you know, I look at the whole thing and I go, when everybody's blaming, shouting, Leaders take responsibility right. and leaders begin to reflect the right attitude in the midst of adversity. They, can, right. they prepare to stand up in the midst of a crisis and say, this is the direction. Yeah. This is the this, way to go. Walk this is it. the way. Listen, I, we might not get it all right, but we're going to head somewhere. We're going to have some kind of strategy. We're going to, um, in, in, I think it's in Proverbs 22. Um, King Solomon says this, he says, 
uh, a wise man, a wise man sees trouble coming and makes preparation for it. A mm. fool keeps going and suffers the consequences. And, you know, that started a whole journey for me many years ago. I began to say, we need strategy for life. Right. Because as a pastor for 20 years, you know, and that's what I was, um, people would come and see me all the time, you know, with, and I would encourage and inspire ideas, but nobody was thinking outside of how that works. What is my plan? How do I move forward? Right. Everybody's right. passive. Everybody wants you to give them information, but there's no transformation. Transformation means action. It right. says, um, another quote says, Leadership is not about word and power. Leadership is about action. Right. It's, it's, about, it's about how you implement what you have in your heart. And so we need leaders to actually lead. Lead right. direction. Lead. And, and, you know, like Joseph had, he takes, he, he doesn't wait on the crowd. He doesn't wait for the council to give him, you know, he doesn't, he, yeah. in, in fact, I think he was a, maybe a bit slow on, on the, the take Uplink. on it, you know, yeah, yeah. when he, when he heard, when he heard it, he should have been moving already. So, um, but, but nonetheless, he takes the initiative, right. Begins to make a stand and, and begins to set a culture for what action the population needs to take at that point in time. Right. Right. And that's, that's basically what happens is it's not necessarily whether or not they're right or wrong. Cause at that point in the middle of something in the middle of turmoil, if all of a sudden somebody comes, stands up and said, this is the way to go. Um, a lot of times people go, well, no, I don't think so. And they're going to, you're going to end up with, you know, multitude of people. It's going to be anarchy. You know, everybody's going to think this is the way we yeah. should go. There's um, at that point, the strength of a the strength of a man is not in who he is, but in who he's following at that point. Yes. If I'm following the King of Kings and always pointing him yeah. out to you, right. it says before a man's own mastery stands or falls. Yeah. So if I'm to point to you your master and say, What is he doing at this point? What is going on in the kingdom that we belong to? You know, who are you a son of? Um, you know, I'm not the son of Sam. I'm not the son of, you know, whoever. I'm not the yes. son of Elmer Bissett. I'm the son of God, for crying out loud. Good turnaround there, Steve. Good turnaround. Yeah, yeah good turnaround. Refocus. Good one. <laughs> I like it. You saw I was going somewhere, didn't you? Yeah, you were tracking. You were tracking. Uh, but there's so much There's so much we can do as, as far as it's not a time to try to find leadership in the midst of a battle. It's a time there, sh there should be, I shouldn't say we should be prepared already because that's not, it sounds like you bunch of bozos, you've been doing it wrong. Um, there's a strength within us that we already know what direction to go. The problem is a lot of times we've been intimidated or we're fearful in our own selves of being wrong or not giving, not giving the right direction or not whatever. And it says, they who through, through fear of death uh, are subject to bondage all the days of their life. I can be afraid of being wrong, uh, death of finances, um, death of vision, uh, death of whatever. Uh, they who through fear of death are subject to bondage all the days of their life. And that's where 
we tend as as the visionary, as the one with the eye, even from my own family. If I don't have that vision, my whole family's full of darkness. Sorry. If I don't have that direction and purpose that I say, this is the way, this is the way, walk ye in it, I, my whole family's full of darkness. Yeah. And so even as a porter, even as a uh, el elder in my own house, you know, even in my own body, if I don't have that vision anymore, um, if pe my people perish for lack of knowledge, but it says where there is no, where there is no vision, they're destroyed. Yeah. So when you think about the fact of just, there's, we, I, at the first of the year, I just thought this is a time I need to get my vision and my purpose back. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. And, uh, part of that, exactly you know, right. part yeah. of that, you know, what you were seeing, uh, is the same type of thing. It's a stability. It's a, without that, my whole, my whole family's in darkness. We're just all going to wander around. Yeah. So find out what your heavenly father sees, find out what it is he's doing, find out, find out what he believes right now and just live by that yeah. and get back to that vision and purpose for which we were born onto this earth. You're a son of God for crying out loud. Exactly. You're a citizen of heaven, man. Yeah. You know, that's, I come back to that scripture I was reading earlier in Hebrews 13. It says, imitate their faith. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, right. today, and forever. Right. Right. And, you know, faith is not a religious term. No. Faith is not a church term. No. Faith is a kingdom substance. It's a kingdom force. It's a yeah. place of that has, you know, Jesus said, you when you kick your faith in, something happens, you know, yeah. it's like when you, when you believe that force is there. And yeah. so, and it's it a says, kingdom perspective. It's a, it's a place from which you see everything. Exactly. It's, it's like that. It's the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. So faith right. is a, is a force that flows from your spirit that we have whether it's right. Jesus said it could be the size of a mustard seed, you know, he said, but he didn't say the size. He said, if it, if you have faith as a mustard seed, like right. a mustard seed, right. Right. you will say, and it will be done and nothing will be impossible to you. Right. And that's so, right after, especially the one in Matthew, that's right after they said, Oh, uh, we, you know, we didn't have enough faith to do this or that, the other thing. And he's, and they said, well, Lord, increase our faith. He didn't say, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Yes, I will. Here's some yes. more. Yeah. He said, if you have the faith of a grain of mustard seed. Yeah. yeah. So in other words, use what you got. Yeah. To every man has been given the measure of faith. Measure of faith. Yeah. yeah. The measure, not a measure, yeah. the measure. Exactly. So if you look at that, you go, I've been given the, I've been given a seed. Yeah. So use my seed. And out of that seed then is going to grow this huge tree that all the birds of the air, which are the ones that were going to take the seed in the beginning, <laughs> all of them find, can find roosts there or nests there, and it right. won't make any difference to you. Yes. It won't affect you. But that's the thing is like the, the characteristic is the power of the seed. If you right. put it in the ground, yeah. boom, it becomes yeah. a tree, you know, is that right. it will produce. But the characteristic of it is like, Remember your leaders, imitate their faith. Yeah, so their, their faith, faith is, is inclusive of something called the evidence of things not seen. 
Right. So their faith has the ability to imitate the unshakable ability of Christ to see the future, to see direction, to have right. focus, to have strategy, to, to know exactly. I mean, Jesus was a very practical leader, very oh, yeah. practical. You know, he, he had, he knew his entry strategy, his exit strategy, and what strategy he would leave for his disciples to carry out this kingdom uh, colonization in the earth. Right. So, so he, he knew exactly what he was doing, brilliant leader, and, the, and now Paul says, we assume it's Paul, um, that in, in Hebrews 13, um, imitate their faith, Jesus Christ, the same. Right, right. Unchangeable in his ability to stay focused, to stay unshakable, to live with passion, conviction, with, with an absolute clarity of his purpose. Right. Uh, and you always knew who he represented. You always, always knew. Always yeah. knew. And he, and then, I mean, when they said to him, hey, we want to keep you here, keep ministering here, he says, I've got to go other places because this is my purpose, to bring right. the message of the kingdom to those places also. He was absolutely clear. My father's will is, is my food. That's what I do. What right. he says, I do. What he, what, he, what he shows, what I see is what I do. What he says, I say. I mean, he was absolutely clear right. on his mission that he had. Yeah. You know what's amazing? <laughs> this always cracks me up. People, people saying, well, I don't need the milk of the word anymore. I don't need the milk. You know, I'm tired of the milk. You know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. They say, I want the meat. Well, what was the meat Jesus Christ was talking about? Yeah. He said, my meat is to do the will of him who sent me. Yeah. That's, that's the meat. It's not getting more revelation. It's not, it's, yeah. it's doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing what it is, you know, to do. It's doing <gasps> the Steve, I've got goosebumps right now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wig out and run around the, the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the meat, bro. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's not, it's not just a matter of, I got to once again, it says, even in Hebrews, it says, I need once again to teach you the very first foundational principles of the oracles of God. Otherwise, otherwise, whenever these storms come, you're going to be shaken. You're going to be moved. You're going to yeah. be tossed to and fro. Yeah. But if you have this foundation, and no other foundation can be laid except that of Jesus Christ. So if you have this foundation in you, you're not going to be shaken and moved by all this stuff. That's right. You're going to be shaken and moved by the voice that shakes both heaven and earth. Yeah. I mean, that's the one that's supposed to shake and move you. Exactly. Not all these other voices that are spoken. Yeah. Oh, shaking and moving, man. Shaking and moving. Whole lot of shaking going on. It's a rock and roll gospel. I'm <laughs> So Elvis hasn't really left the building. <laughs> Never has. The spirit of Elvis is here. That's right. <laughs> no, absolutely. And the thing, the thing that we, we, we need to really consider in all of this is that um, it says that through faith and uh, patience, they inherit right. the promises. In yep. the midst of persecution and having their stuff taken and uh, right. suffering loss and 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 some of them were killed and whatever else it said through yeah. faith and patience they did and you know what that word patience is 
Yeah, means constancy. Well, that word patience is a different one than macrothemia. Huh? Yeah, macrothemia. It's yeah. macro meaning long, but yes. that's the same word that's translated long suffering. Yes. So, so it doesn't just, mean just through your faith and just you're able to stick it out. Yeah. Macrothumia, thumos meaning heated, intense passion. Yeah, so staying intense fiery. in the yeah, midst yeah. of everything. Yeah, fiery, intense passion. So if I'm to, if I'm to through faith and patience, my faith is there, but my ability to walk through the whole thing with the same fiery, intense passion that he gave me in the very beginning. It's almost like that expectancy that you have, you know, yeah. whenever you're, whenever I've never been pregnant, but I know there's an expectancy that happens there. Then you still, you still continue with that same expectancy, that same heated, fiery, intense passion that you know that you're giving birth to something. Yes. And that's that. That's the picture. That's that word picture that you get is to continue long with that yeah. same heated, fiery, intense passion that you had from the very beginning to the very end till you till it it comes forth and you see it on the earth because mm -hmm. you already see it in here. You already see it inside. It's yeah. faith is the substance. It is the evidence. You don't need any other evidence. So you continue with the same heated, fiery, intense passion that you had from the very beginning, clear to the end. Right and that's different end. than the word um, that uh, through patience, every other word patience is usually uh, translated that hupomene, which is constant, okay. cheerful consistency. Yeah. But that one is different. They who through faith and patience inherit the promises you inherit these promises by that same continuing in that same heated fiery intense passion that you had in the very beginning with right. faith so i see you're looking up something there yeah i'm looking it up now um anyway i'll get to it but um <laughs> yeah because he says beloved we are convinced of better that's hebrews chapter 6 and verse 9 we're convinced of better things concerning you and things that accompany salvation, though we are speaking in this way. For God is not unjust as to forget your work and the love with which you have shown towards his name in having ministered and in, and in still ministering to the saints. We desire that each of you show the same diligence so as to realize the full assurance of hope until the end. I mean, that's what... Leaders right. are leaders or dealers yeah. in hope. And I'm not talking about positional or titled. Until the end. Until the end, Clear through. we carry this. And that's, that's what we carry into the earth. That's what people see in us. They right. need to see that. Right. Um, and that is at verse 12, that you may not be sluggish. Oh, there we go. Um, hmm. But imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Hmm. Sluggish. I, I forgot that word was in there. Yeah. My wife used to eat slugs when she was little. Every time she kisses yeah, me now, she leaves a trail. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bang. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> let me just see. I've got a Greek word for that somewhere. <laughs> Greek word for that. Oh, yeah, I got for a, sluggish. Okay. For sluggish, yes. <laughs> um, I'm not sure help if I could see. Hey? 
Um, no, 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 no. Anyway, carry on talking. I'm looking. Uh, well, I, I kind of assume that sluggish is the same type of, I mean, it's supposed to give the word picture of what a slug does. I mean, it just kind of slow. Yeah, kind of slow moving. Uh, yeah. Just doesn't yeah. really do anything except. It's it's passive. It's yes. And sluggish is is like nearly that's that state of passivity of not right. being able to. And that's the thing is fear binds you. Fear that's paralyzes true. you. You know. Yeah. Fear You're paralyzes to bondage. You, you can't think. You can't be creative. You can't innovate. Right. Faith is innovative. Faith is that force that ignites things. Right. It inspires things. Faith. Um, gives you creativity, innovative ideas. Yeah. It gives you sight. It gives you the ability to take what's not seen and grasp it for the now, bring it yeah. into the now. And because you already see it. Because you can see it with the yeah. eyes of, of your heart, you know, with the eyes of your spirit by faith. And that's what faith is that force that takes you from the natural into the supernatural, right. from, from flesh into pneumaticos. Right. That's why it says whose faith follow. It doesn't say yes. it doesn't say their deeds follow or them follow. Like you yes. said, it their faith follow. That's right. And it is that vision. It comes forth out of that vision. It's from the heavenly perspective. That's where they're seeing things from. It's That's not right. it's not just because their ability to have some vision somewhere. Yeah. It's the fact that they're seeing things from a kingdom perspective. They're seeing things at seated at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places, they see it from that perspective, whose faith follow. We can follow that. Yes. Yeah. Because because, because it's reflective right. of Jesus' faith. Right. You know, in this or or Jesus' character in the midst of right. that. Right. So so their faith reflects the very character of Jesus in right. You know, and, and that's what we, we want to imitate. That's what we, and that's what we've got to show the world. I mean, we, we're not just talking eldership or pastors, bishops, apostles, prophets, whatever the right. story is. We're talking about you and means, us and weans, you know, right. it's like right here, right now, in the midst of adversity, in the midst of crisis, um, what do people see in us? Right. Yeah, and it says that Jesus Christ, the express image of the Father. The word express image, I think we've talked about this before, is is one Greek word, which is the word C-H-A-R-A-K-T-E-R. Yes. Character. Yeah. It's the very nature of your Father. It's not, that's what you follow. Um, just like Paul told Timothy, you know, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. I'm not looking for you just to follow me, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, because we're both following the same one. Let's, yeah. let's, whose faith follow. I have faith toward him. I have faith toward, let's follow that. Let's follow right. him. Let's follow the kingdom of heaven, which is at hand. Let's yes. follow him and what he believes about this situation. I guess that's why I love Galatians 2.20 so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Paul, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live at the life that I now live in this flesh. I live by the faith of the son of God. I'm not living by my own faith. Yeah. The life that I now live. Yeah. The life that I now live in this flesh. I live by the faith of the son of God. What do you believe about this? Yes. Oh, that's what I well, live by. So we come back to what perspective does right. Jesus have of right. this situation? Right. And, and that is the
the faith stand that we take because right. he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does right. not he change not. and have a movement because yeah. something happens in the world, you know? Right. He doesn't fall off his throne. The economy of the kingdom of heaven doesn't suffer because of it, you know? And that's, we're ambassadors of that. We're ambassadors are as citizens of the kingdom of heaven, not the right. kingdom of earth. You right. know, before we American or South African or United Kingdom or whatever, wherever you're from in the world, before you are that, you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Right. And so they, the government of the kingdom of heaven is not shaken by no. any pandemic, any economic ramifications, any, um, you know, the 10,000 foot yeah. falling at your one side and 1,000 at the other side, um, the prowler, the pestilence, yeah. not affected by any of that. And that's what we represent. That's right. where our faith is established in that representation. Right. That's Instead of standing there wringing our hands, wondering what to do, it's almost like we believe that Jesus Christ all of a sudden is kind of getting up off his throne a little bit, wringing his hands and saying, Holy Spirit, what in the world do we do right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm really afraid well, of you this. You anticipate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see this coming. You know, what, yeah. do, we, what do you think we're going to do now? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't do that. Yeah, exactly. So once again, you know, like you said, whose faith follow? What yeah. what does he really believe about this? That's who we represent. That's the kingdom we represent. And as sons of God, forget not forget about leadership, but just as a son of God, I'm going to lead you somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think you know, and th this is a this is a sort of a controversial, not controversial, but it's a kind of a, a conflict situation because I talk leadership and people have written to me and said, you know, Jesus never mentioned leadership. Well, he did, but he mentioned it within the context of the culture of the day. Right. And, and so it's not, yes, I understand. But what, we, what we've got to think about is that it's not, it's not about leadership as trying to get followers. Leadership right. is trying to get a position. It's it's about the 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 attitude and the mentality. Really, that's right. what it is. Right. Leadership is not. It's a discovery of that faith. It's a discovery right. of how to lead, in, implement that faith to the point that it begins to impact people and influence yeah. people around. And people you. will follow you if you're following the light. I mean, exactly. that plain and simple. They're gonna they're gonna follow one who sees the light. They're gonna follow you out of the darkness that they're in. Yeah. So that's, even if you're just one step ahead of them, they're going to follow your footsteps. Exactly. Because then people want leadership. They, they right. want to have something they can imitate. And the thing is, we're not try, the, we, what we try and do is we try and make people to be like us. Right. Now, that's religion. We right. don't make people like us. <laughs> what we do is we want them to imitate the substance of who he is, right. which we carry on the inside of us. Right. So we want them to be conformed to his image, transformed into his likeness, not into our image and our likeness. Right. And, and that's where, you know, where we've got to begin to see the divide of the substance, the attitude, the mentality, the perception. We come, I come back down to what Jesus said to Peter. You know, he said, your influence, the influence you have has, ch has changed your, your mentality, changes your perspective. And therefore, your attitude is wrong towards the strategy and purpose that God has, for, my Father has for my life. Right. And, and all he was saying, consider yourself at that point. 
Yeah. He would say, you've got to rethink right. what, what you're going to do with the influence yeah. on, on your mentality because yeah. it's affecting your, you know, everything yeah. about but, you. I mean, Christ, Christ said that to Peter. He says, uh, yeah. you know, that, that you're not thinking, you're not thinking properly because all Peter said was, well, Jesus, you don't have to do that. Think of yourself. Yeah. And uh, he, at that point, Christ wasn't thinking of, him. like you said, he was thinking from his father's perspective and father's point of view. He wasn't thinking of himself and having to go, go to Jerusalem and die at that point. And, and all Peter was saying was, you know, something that most of the rest of us would think, you know, hey, uh, uh, like John G. Lake. John G. Lake at one point went into this place that was so full of uh, some sort of a plague. And people were dying. I mean, all over the place. He went right in there and began to work with them and begin to heal the sick. And they were telling him, you don't have to do that, John. You'll die. The same thing Peter said. And what John Lake said was, no, this stuff cannot live on me. He said, in fact, we can, you can even put the virus right on my skin and it will die. So they did it underneath the microscope and everything. They, they did it, and they watched it once it got onto his hand. It actually literally died. The virus did. So you go, he, all Peter was doing was the same thing the rest of mankind is saying to you, to me, to anybody else right now who's following the kingdom of God. They're just saying, consider yourself right now. Mm. Consider yeah. what you're going through. Consider Beautiful. you. Yeah. yeah, don't don't consider this other stuff. And yeah. Jesus says, "Hey, you're speaking from Satan. <laughs> you know, you're speaking Satan's perspective, not not the kingdom of my Father. So yeah. get thee behind me, Satan." I mean, he called it what it was. Yeah. And Peter was just trying to be naturally protective, supposedly. Yeah. But not realizing that he was actually speaking from a different kingdom and a different king and a different perspective. Yeah. And that's. That's what, as sons of God, we have to, we need to watch out for, because a lot of times we'll be speaking from that same perspective, like Peter did. Peter was not a bad man. <laughs> he was just speaking from a different, from the wrong perspective at that point. And he, Jesus Christ says, get behind me, Satan. And I, I'm just going, wow, that's a close, that's a close line that, that he was, you know, that we travel on. Uh, because we can, in an instant, begin to see something from a different perspective and speak out of that. Hey, think of yourself in this. Yeah. You know, think of what you're going through. Yeah. Don't think of somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's, exactly. that's as simple as it gets. Yeah. So. Exactly right. It's, it's, and, you know, um, I don't think we realize the, the influence that, that somebody, somebody asked me the other night, you know, is that, I, he said, I'm struggling with moving into my, um, uh, I'm doing business coaching with somebody, a client. And, and so you're saying that I'm, I'm, is this like a spiritual, spiritual warfare, you know, that I can't move. And I said, no, it's a limiting belief. Yes. Yeah. It's As a, a man thinketh in his heart. Yeah. It's just a limiting mindset that you have. And I said, right. what, and so I said, if you if you think there's spiritual forces, I'm just gonna go. It's influence. We yep. we think the devil is like the devil. I mean, he's 
he's got this whole cosmos to rule, you know, it's just like, he's not bothered with you. He's not omnipresent. You know, it's like, yeah. we think it's like, Oh, the devil's stopping me. No, it's like, <laughs> he's influencing you He influ <laughs> through principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual wickedness yeah. in high places. He brings different hierarchical levels of influence into society that influences our mindset that, yeah. that stops, that builds into us limiting beliefs that we can't, yeah. And you cannot believe, I'm telling you, Steve, I work, I've worked with leaders, a lot of leaders over the years, as you have. But I deal with it, of course, from a, from a bit coaching perspective, from a, right. from a coaching and mentoring perspective. And always, I mean, the skill, the steps, the, the strategy, the, the hindrance always to moving into that area comes down to some limiting belief. Yeah, that's true. In a mindset. Yeah, and it even says, where does that say that in Isaiah, where it says, in that day you shall look on him narrowly and say, was it you who troubled Israel? I mean, yeah. you? Are you yeah. serious? I mean, but yet that limiting belief, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If yes. I really believe there's a limiting factor, there's a limiting factor. If uh, I believe oh, yeah. We believe it's true. We defend yeah. it. We justify it. We we, you know, we, we worship it, we dust yeah. it off, shine it up, and and we will defend it with all our heart, you know, is that... Oh, yeah. Uh, if I believe the coronavirus is very strong and more capable than anything else to take down the society, it shall be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I'm speaking it. Exactly. It's like, and, and uh, you know, it's a, a scripture I saw you quoted the other day in the message you sent out, and I, I, I speak that scripture over my life for years already, and that is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. So wow. yeah, sickness and disease cannot dwell in my body because that right. law is subject to the law of the spirit of life in right. Christ Jesus. Yeah, and whose temple is this anyway? Exactly. So that law is working in me right now. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in right. me. Yep. And makes alive this mortal body, driving out all disease, all virus, all bacteria. Yeah. Nothing that doesn't belong in my body can stay in my body. Yeah. And when you think about it, it says in that day, um, Satan will come, uh, or the spirit of Antichrist, whatever, the beast will come, set himself up as God, the ruler, in the temple of God, showing himself to be God. He doesn't have to show you. He doesn't have to show anybody else. He just says, look, I'm the I one am. that rules. Yeah, I am. I'm the one that rules in this temple. See, I'm doing it right now. And you can do nothing about it. So he came, set himself up as God in the temple of God, you and me, showing himself, ah, I finally did it. I am just like the most high in his own temple. Yeah. Are you serious? No, it's not not going to happen in this temple of the most high God. I was bought and paid for with the price of blood of Jesus and those stripes on his back already bore my sickness and disease. It's not, I'm looking for somebody to bear it. It's already happened. It's happened. It's done. Yeah. It's a done deal. The, there's a new law working in us. Yes. The law of the spirit of life, which in is in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. The law of the spirit of life. But the yep. see law of sin and death, the outworking of all sin of, of and I'm not talking about sins, right, right, sin, sin. as the nature of Satan uh, and the the influence of Satan is the outworking of that is death. 
Right. We don't have that law. We've been redeemed from that law. Right. And so we've got a new law working in us, which is the law of the spirit of life. Right. In Christ Jesus. You know, you know what's uh, I, that redeemed. I, I know this isn't right. Okay. This isn't correct. But I got thinking this way, and, and like you and I have been talking about as far as thinking something a certain way. I've been redeemed. I was deemed sick. I was deemed unhealthy. I was deemed subject to this world. I was deemed uh, no good. I was deemed less than everybody else. I was deemed, and now I've been redeemed. The king of all kings has deemed me righteous. The king of all kings has deemed me holy. The king of all kings has deemed me full of life and health and prosperous. He's deemed me that that way. So am I going to believe what I was told before by the other king, or am I going to believe this king who deemed me after his own namesake? Exactly. Exactly. So, and like I said, it's not, it's not what that word means, <laughs> but yet it, I took it that way to realize that but, I've been named by a new name. No, but it, it, it is true. It's, it's the word re, of course, is to restore or to right. take back to deemed is what you were. So redeemed means to purchase back to right. a, a state or a, a position, a positional state. So if you want to know, let's look at Adam. There was, right. Nothing wrong with him, man. You know, it's like, that's what we've been redeemed to is right. just back to that place. So yes, Satan redeemed us. We were in a positional, but we were deemed to this, but Jesus has re-purchased us back, restated us right. back to, to our original state. And when a king deems something, whenever a king uh, e- puts out an edict or deems something uh, a certain way, you are that. I mean, That's it's a, not. I mean, if, if all of all of the whole kingdom believes that. It has so to. this is not just you. Yeah. This is this is about a kingdom. It isn't just about you. Ah. That's the thing. That's what we. That's the revelation we really have to have. You want deep? That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've got to begin to get the revelation of the fact is that our positional thinking, our our positional status, our 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 appointment is from the kingdom of heaven with right. all that it is, and that's where we are. That's yep. where we are. Well, good one, Steve. Thank you. Great conversation again. I. Enjoyed that. We are um, really way out of time. It's just about 11 o'clock again. Yeah, we've gone like one hour and something. But great to be with you all. Thank you for hopping on, listening to us. I hope you stuck with us right to the end of it. We always start (laughs) off bumbling around a little bit, but it ends up something good. Um, And uh, I'm I'm inspired, encouraged again. and, And we need inspirational leadership today and uh, and i love the fact that we can just inspire one another i think i mean i get so much out of this i think like i'm while you're talking i'm thinking i, I gotta write an article on that i gotta write a post on that it's just i gotta do a podcast on that and and so it's just like it's so good it's really good to just bounce yeah. things around like that um so <laughs> thank you steve appreciate your time as usual have a super day and a good super weekend and uh, we'll talk to you soon again don't all right Uh, Don't miss next Friday. We'll be on again. And uh, Steve and I, 
um, all things being equal, we'll be here. <laughs> all right. By the grace of God, we'll be here. That's all right, right. Love and leave you. God bless. Until next time. This is Sean and Steve saying ciao, ciao.